Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. Good morning. In Poland. Dzień dobry. In France. Bonjour. In Spain. Hola. In Italy. Ciao. In Egypt. Asen Wasatas. In Ghana. Afwaba. In Nigeria. Peleo. In South Africa. Saobona. In Senegal. Nangadet. In Kenya. Jambo. In Israel. Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. So we welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you. Good morning. Good morning. Great rising again. My name is Dr. Debbie Green, and this is Soulful Solutions. This is Soulful Solutions. It's a, it's a pleasure being here with you today, a pleasure being with you. Hello, man. I tell you what, it's raining here in Georgia. It is quite uh, chilly, as one would say. I guess that's normal, isn't it, because the weather is changing. <laughs> so I tell you what, the people need to change the weather. How about that? Mm. Well, our topic is pretty interesting today. Um, what's, what's happening is a lot of things are going on in people's lives, and uh, one of those things is called relationship. And we're talking about anonymous uh, heterosexual relationships, just period. Uh, you know, just looking at the, uh, you know, the ramifications of what relationships are. So our topic for today is called Blinded Love. Blinded love. You know, have you ever been blind by love? You say, well, Dr. Green, what is that? You know, it's when you can't see for looking. You, it's like it's like so much is going on at the, 
at one time, but most of all, you've been compromising. You've been compromising with this relationship that you really don't want to be in, but you're in it, you know, and you, you've been literally compromising. So I want, I, want to, I want to go to that. I want to talk about that. I want to pull that apart today because some of you could possibly be in a relationship that's very unhealthy, and it could be causing you mental stress, mental issues such as anxiety and depression, and most of all, it, it just could be a damper on your life, and you've been dealing with it, you know, all this time, all this time. You've been you've been dealing with it all this time. So uh, the the question is, when is enough? You know, what is it that holds you in in a place? That, that you know you don't want to be in, you know? And, I mean, I understand, okay? People love. They they love to the end. Like, you know, I love you to the moon and back. You ever heard somebody say that? Okay. That means you really love that person, right? But wait a minute. I thought love was supposed to be pure. And you're going to say, Dr. Green, you're supposed to be living in a fairy tale land. Ha, <laughs> ha. Well, it is supposed to be pure, you know. It shouldn't be all tainted and you got to go through changes to love somebody. One minute they're talking to you, next minute they're not. They could be a narcissist. Oh, man, come on now, gaslighting you. You know those people, you know what I'm saying, that say thing and then do another and say, well, I didn't say that. I didn't do that. Right, and we compromise. We as women, we as men, we compromise. We compromise with dysfunction. Why is that? What causes one to stay in a relationship that they know isn't healthy? Is it for the children, money, assets? You know, what is it? Right. And how long does it happen? I mean, it seems like it happens like a long time. And the reason why I brought this topic today is because I have a few clients that are in positions like this now they're listening to me, and they have gotten to the point where they're so broken, they're so brainwashed. Does that, you must, I must stay in this relationship? Why? And it's always for the children. That's what one of them tell me. Oh, it's, it's for the children. That's right. That's the reason why I'm staying in a relationship. I said, well, do you not think your children can see that there's something wrong with this relationship? You know, they can look at mommy and daddy and tell mommy and daddy it's not happy. You know, one, you know, one minute y'all talking, next minute you're not. You know, somebody may be sleeping in the guest room. You don't think children notice that? I don't care if they are four years old. They notice. They may not say nothing to you. And then you got some of them that just bold enough to say, Mommy, what's wrong with Daddy? Or Daddy, what's wrong with Mommy? Then you got to explain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, let's, let's, you know, I want to give you some strategies, but most of all, some awareness when it comes to uh, relationships of compromise, because that's really what I'm talking about. Relationships of compromise. 
is when we compromise, we got this thing called passive-aggressive that's going around. Oh, I'm going to do it, but I really don't want to do it. I'm going to say it, but I really don't want to say it. And then it becomes an issue, right? So who's in the wrong? Is it the one that is allowing it to happen or the one that's doing it? Hmm, good question, huh? Well, I'll tell you what. If both of them are compromising a relationship that is not healthy, it's a good chance both are wrong, especially if children are involved. So you say, well, Dr. Green, should we just split up and go our separate ways and, you know, break up the family? Well, the family is already broken up, isn't it? If it's already broken, I mean, what would be the better way to do this that would not harm anyone, including yourself? Called mutual understanding, something we don't have much in the world today. Unfortunately, it's far in between. Mutual understanding, open communication. Okay, I'm just throwing it out there. Open, which means I'm not going to judge you for your words, and I hope you won't judge me for mine. Trust. I got to trust me first before I can trust you. Loyalty. Loyalty is very extremely important to be loyal to your mate. You can't be cheating over here and then you going and you still going home, you know. And you going home and if y'all are arguing, going back and forth, but then you have, you know, what I'm saying, you got a side piece. You don't think your children know that if you have children, you don't think they notice something different. Well. Loyalty is extremely important. You know, it's the basics of any marriage, any relationship before marriage. It should be something that needs to be set down, talked about, good, ciphered, all the above. So when those things are not happening, then what? When there is no to what they call a essence to a relationship. Now it's just existing. What's going to happen down the line? Don't you know most divorces start off that way? They first start off where someone is compromising and they compromise for a certain length of time to the point where they can't compromise anymore. They become angry. They become grudgeful oh, I can't stand you type of relationships. Why does it have to get to that before we understand that we're no longer compatible? We're no longer healthy for each other. What's wrong with just saying, hey, let's just do this as friends? Why we got to fight so much? What's causing us to become so bitter? Well, here's some factors. When long, long time ago, you might have felt betrayed by someone, and it could be someone even in high school or something of that nature. It could even been an area where you might have felt betrayed or, or you know, not taken seriously, taken for granted, even by you know a parent figure. 
You know, it could be any one of those. Okay, that changes you. It changes you when it comes to relationships because now you are more sensitive to relationships than others. So it does. It changes you. And I'm not saying it changes you for the worse. It changes you where you, again, you become more emotional when things start to change in your relationships. You may uh, not, you know, be able to understand, communicate effectively. Uh, You may become too impulsive or reactive instead of proactive. You may become very judgmental and assuming that someone's doing this to you or someone said this. You may be a victim in your relationship. And if you are a victim in your relationship, you always feel like something is happening to you and you will always blame someone else and will not take accountability or responsibility for your own actions. You see what I'm saying? So this is what causes There's so many factors, guys, that causes a relationship to go to the point where it's non-functional. And people live this way. This is the oddest thing. Don't you know they've lived this way for years? You have some people living this way right now. He's sleeping on the east and she's sleeping on the west. Oh, that's right. We don't want to break up because we have to sell the house. We have to depart the assets. Oh, we have to tell the kids. We have to go through this. We have to go through that. Okay. So both of you just going to remain miserable. And then you start adapting to the misery, which is a big, big problem. Okay. All right. So how do we come out of this? What would be the healthiest thing to do? Well, number one is to acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge whether this is something that you're living in or not. Acknowledge it. When you acknowledge it, then you can say, okay, this is me. This you. I'm not talking about the other person in the relationship. This is what's going on in my life. Oh, my goodness. I know it's not easy. I understand because you may say, it's not my fault. It's their fault. They're the ones that did this to me. Okay, we can go right back into that victim mentality all over again. You see how it works? When you become a victim in a relationship, you become compromised. So kings and queens, I'm talking about men and women, if you are compromised in your relationship, you are not happy. You are not. Are you pretending to be? You know, did someone tell you you had to compromise in order to be in a relationship, oh, oh, wait maybe, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just had a thought. Maybe it's because you don't want to be lonely. Is that it? You don't like living alone? So you just let anybody in your home? Uh, listen, I'm not judging you. Please understand. I'm just asking you a question because most people have compromised to misery. They compromise relationships, and they think it's okay, and it's not, and it's causing major, major damage on the nervous systems of those individuals as well as on the It's not healthy to compromise. It's healthy to be in a relationship that is 
you know, that's doable, that's working. You know, what is a working relationship? Do you know what's a working? I just gave you some concepts earlier. I said open communication, you know, open communication, loyalty, trust, respect, you know. And, I mean, I get it. You have some people that might have been married for more than one time, more than two, three times. Okay, so they still want to be married because they're used to someone being in their life. So when are you going to be comfortable with you? Just with you. When when are you going to be comfortable with yourself, right? When you when you're comfortable with yourself, then you can choose what's worthy of you. You can choose the person that needs to be in your life that feels, you know that you feel that is, uh, you know, worthy, valuable, worth it. But if you don't have any worth in yourself, then that's when things start to become problematic because then you will, what is that? Fall for anything. Suffer for all. Fall for anything and suffer for all. And you find yourself unfortunately, being taken advantage of. And then you're going to get angry. Most people get angry at the other person. Then some people just get angry at themselves. Oh, why I keep giving them things and they never give me nothing? Why do I have this person living in my home and they haven't paid a bill since they've been here? Why am I still, you know, having sex with this person when I know they're going and cheating on me and coming back to my house? Hello, I'm just asking questions. If it's hitting the heart straight, then that must be you. Why? Why is the major question, why are you doing it? Why do you feel you need to do it? See, these are questions that a lot of people don't often you know, take seriously because they're so used to doing. You know what it's called? And I said this a couple of shows back. It's called emotional addiction. You are addicted to the emotions concerning that person. You are addicted to making them happy even when you're not. You have built up a habit and a will tolerance to this relationship that you're in. And now it's becoming very problematic. Matter of fact, it was like that before you even started. It's a good chance it was. So I want I want you to really take the time and just ask yourself, is this worth it? Is it still worth it for me to still be in this relationship? You know, don't I deserve freedom? Don't I deserve to feel worthy? Do I, don't I deserve to feel valuable? You know, I know there's someone else out there that that can fulfill your desires. We have millions and billions of people in the world. And you're like, no, I know what this one is. I don't want to start over. It's not starting over. It's change. Okay? Change is necessary for change. Change is necessary for change. 
Women have the power to transform this world. We change is necessary for change. Sorry about that. So I, I want you to take the time again and look and ponder, think, any relationship you could, you could possibly be in, because, again, this does not have to be heterosexual. You know, it doesn't have to be just between a man and a woman. It could be between a daughter and a mother. It could be between a father and a son. Dysfunctional relationships have no 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 form or no respect of persons. It could be it could be many different areas. And if you are in a relationship that's unhealthy for you, you may want to examine that. You may want to change something about how you're handling it. And I think the person that you feel that is, you know, causing or do you think that you are giving too much of your time to, I think they need to know. I think you need to sit down nicely, nicely, humbly, assertively, and set them down and ask them, you know, how do you feel about our relationship? Don't, I mean, don't come to them, oh, I'm tired of you taking advantage of me, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to help the situation. Remember, mutual understanding, communication. You will get more out of a mutual discussion than you would out of a divided discussion. A divided discussion is clearly saying you are doing something to me or I am doing something to you. No, we are in this relationship together which means that we both are having issues. So we both need to sit down and talk about our issues. And when you come to the table, you give that person an opportunity to say what they want to say. And it should be an open table, okay? Open discussions are open tables, which means that, oh, there's no question, don't ask me that. Don't ask me that question. I'm not going to know. It's an open discussion. You hear what they have to say. Even when you don't agree with it, it's okay. You don't have to agree with everything. But at least hear what they have to say. It's called active listening. Then you can hear with your heart. Active listening to this person that you care about because you must care about them because you're still in relationship, whether it's dysfunctional or not. You're still there. So let's let's repair. I th- I think it will be wonderful. It will be so great if you allowed yourself to repair yourself in this relationship. So the question is, I want you to repair you now. I'm not talking about repairing them. They have to do their own work. That's the reason why you have an open forum discussion. And you and you ask them, you know, how have I been affecting your life? You know, tell me what you think, how we've been getting along, and hear what they have to say. And you ask them, well, can I share? You know, can I share? Can I, can I tell you how I think we've been getting along? 
and before you realize you're in a conversation. But you got to remember, don't take things personally. What you want to do is keep it open and keep it fluid. Don't take anything personally. Even if you hear something like, you say, hey, that's not my fault. Why didn't you use me? No. Don't be a victim in the conversation. Listen. Actively listen. When you actively listen, then that is when you get the most information. You cannot li- you cannot get any information if you're a victim because you're gonna always you're gonna feel offended. You're gonna feel like you know you've been taken for granted, rejected, or all those emotions that people feel when they're being attacked by somebody else. You coming in to find out what the issue is from the other side. You know what your issues are with this person but you also want them to know the issues that you have with them, and vice versa. It should be back and forth until there's a mutual understanding. And if there's not one, it takes two to agree. So if there's not a mutual understanding, then there has to be a division. That's just the bottom line. And you may say, oh, well, Dr. Green, we already discussed that. We're not going back that way. No, you need to discuss it before you depart. You know, most relationships, especially marriages, they have prenuptial, you know, marriage counseling before they get married. Well, some of them. And really and truly, they need to have discussions before they get divorced, especially if children are involved. I want to divide from this person separate from this person, divorce this person, and I want us to have a good understanding that it just didn't work. And we should part as mutual partners, friends, as one would say. So when you you don't depart as friends, you you depart as enemies. And this is how things happen. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, children get hurt. They get their feelings hurt because you're still fighting. Finances get all twisted when it comes to child, uh, you know, children support from from wherever it's coming from because you're still fighting. Divorces, even after the you know people break up, you know, it still goes on and on and on. People still hold the bitterness in their hearts. So I just I want I want you to be able to again you know to look at those situations and again this is a heterosexual relationship that I'm referring to but again this this can happen in any other part of your family so if you've got a you know broken relationship between your you and your daughter you and your son you know you and your mother you and your father. I mean, any of those relationships are very similar. It can even happen in friends. Friends let other friends take advantage of them and they get angry. So compromised relationships are blinded by love is can be in any any particular area. 
So we're going to go to a break, and when I come back, I want to talk about, you know, the different outcomes of compromised relationships and see if this rings a bell with you, okay? Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to speak. My name is Dr. Debbie Green. It's a pleasure having you with me today. Our topic today is blinded by love, compromised relationships. Again, blinded by love. You know, um, as I went to the break, I was also thinking about how all of this happens. You know, you know, 
you know, we just go through so many different changes for those who are just joining me. You know, we go through so many different changes, as I've spoken before, um, that are factors that causes broken relationship can lead all the way back from childhood all the way now to adulthood. And a lot of us are still living with those childhood traumas that, you know, it's hard to trust somebody. It's hard to build, you know, a, a promise a relationship, uh, you know, a promise relationship, you know, in our lives. And we find ourselves just really becoming more and more, you know, vulnerable as we live, it seems. So um, I just want to take a moment as well and, you know, go over like 11 ways to rebuild a broken relationship because we, we, you know, we were discussing how it happens. It, it, it causes, you know, so many different things in our lives, like, you know, broken pieces in our children, you know. Uh, even It can even come to our job. It can come to our workplace, you know, because we're not happy. If you're not happy, every area of your life is just not going to be happy. So, you know, let's look at how we can rebuild, you know. How can we rebuild something that's been broken? Uh, one of those things is another one is take responsibility. You know, uh, as you take responsibility, each person needs to learn how to take responsibility and for their own feelings. Like, you have to be emotionally available for yourself. You know, I got to feel through this relationship. I'm hurting. So when I'm hurting, I need to be aware of my hurt. I can't just really focus on everyone else's or someone else's hurt and, like, you know, and making them happy and I'm not happy. Because this is what people do. Oh, I better not say that because they're going to get upset. Oh, I better not do this. Or they're going to get angry at me. No, no, you've got to be you. So you got to take responsibility for your own self and allow yourself to, you know, live, you know, make decisions based upon what you feel you need. Um, and you want to learn. You want to learn from, you know, that you're going through, you know, so you can share learn experiences. For example, you know, you know, you had some uh, disagreements with someone. You can say, "Hey, can I talk to you for a moment?" I see that you know we have not been getting along. We, not you and I, we, we have not been getting along. So can we talk about this? Because I don't want to continue this. I, you know, I value your your relationship with me. You know, I want us to be able to talk to each other without fighting or without you know, closed lips, as I call it. Oh, I better not say that because they're going to do this. No, you should be able to communicate with each other effectively. So, you know, that's that's a life partner, right? True life partners often listen to each other without any type of ridicule or, or when they uh, want to uh, take each other seriously. They, they want to respect each other with their words and their actions. When you no longer respect a person with your words and your actions, then there's no relationship. It's all over. It's, it's, it's non-existent, but you're still there. Okay, what do you think is going to happen? It's just going to start to transform into something dysfunctional. And we haven't even gotten to where it becomes a domestic issue. You know, when you start feeling disrespected or you may be disrespecting someone else with your words, your actions. So, you know, again, let's let's talk about rebuilding, okay? Recognize the ways you, you're feeling lead to your actions, and most of all, take responsibility for yourself. Take responsibility for your words. And you always say to yourself, if I say this, how am I going to be affected? 
if I say this to them? How, you know, if I say this, how would I like if I said this to myself? So, you know, go over those words before you just, you know, just come out and start talking to people and not realizing that you're saying words of injury because it can happen. Words of injury usually comes from when people are impulsive and when they're hurt. Number two is remember the good times. And we had some good times. We had some good times. We might have had some bad times, but we also had some good times. So remember the good times. Can you recall a moment where it was it was good? You know, um, even in new relationships as well. You know, even in new relationships, you know, we it's like we are just getting to know each other. So if we're going to go through a little change at first, that's fine. You know, before people get into serious relationships, they need to talk to each other to find out if they're emotionally compatible. Emotionally compatible. You know, some people are not emotionally compatible. They may be compatible in sex. They may, they may even be compatible in words. But when it comes to, oh, you just push my buttons. You ever heard somebody say that? You push my buttons? Okay, you got some kind of buttons already in the relationship, especially if it's if it's you. It ain't even been a month or two yet, but you feel your buttons being pushed. Guess what? Them buttons ain't for that, that man or that woman just coming in your life. That's from something else you done had going on that you have not healed from. Let's just keep it real. You have not healed from that. So don't bring that into the relationship because it's going to stay dysfunctional. You know, it's going to stay dysfunctional. What you want to do is be aware, of again, of your emotions, be aware of your actions and the words that you're choosing to put out there, out of your mouth. So, again, if you don't want anyone to speak to you in any type of form or way, be careful how the words you speak to them. And remember the good times. You know, we often get caught up in the bad times, lead to you know, verbal anger and spite, you know, but at some point you had a honeymoon phase. <laughs> you had a honeymoon phase. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You had a honeymoon phase. So that honeymoon phase, reflect back on that. Even when you're angry, people say, wow, you know, yeah, we did have some good times. Okay, you know what that's going to do? It's going to soften that bitterness that's inside you at that moment. Now you can have a clear mind of talking to this person like a human being, not as you feeling that you're the victim, okay? Oh, you said this to me, and I'm going to say that back to you. Why we got to fight? Why can't we just get along? And if we can't get along, why can't we just depart as friends? Okay? This is a foundation of building a healthy relationship. Number three is focus on the present. Worst thing you could possibly do. Oh, people do this all the time. When they get into arguments, they bring up and rehash all old things. Why they do that, y'all? I remember when you did this to me. Last week you did that. Why do people do this to themselves? Yes, we went through a breakup. Yes, we did this. Yes, we did that. But you don't have to bring it back up. Stay in the moment. If you upset at someone, 
Just talk about what you're upset about. Don't go pulling and rehashing. You know the whole the whole people you say, I'm rehashing, I'm right. no, don't do that. You know what that causes? It causes it causes a person to feel very bitter about you. You always throwing something up in my face. Have you heard that statement lately? Okay. That is the reason why you're hearing it. And that might be doing it to you as well, right? Okay. So this is what you do when that happens. When someone brings something in the past, from the past to the present, you ask them a question. Okay, which one of these, this, this is the question, which one of these issues you want to deal with now? Because I see that you have not healed from the past issue because you just brought it up. So which one do you want to discuss? Do you want to discuss the one you just brought up? Or do you want to discuss the one that we're dealing with now? Just so I can have a good understanding of what you're talking about. Okay? Because they're not going to say, oh, we need to talk about both of them. No, let them choose. Don't choose for them. Don't get upset, oh, because you're bringing it up. No, you that person has not healed from it. And if you find yourself doing that, you need to ask yourself a question. Have you healed from it? Because if you haven't healed from it, you're going to always hold it in your heart every time you have a disagreement with that person. And, again, I'm not just talking about, you know, a man and a woman relationship. I'm talking about mother and, you know, mother and their daughters or their sons or vice versa. It can happen in any relationship. It can even happen in a dealing with children. The worst thing a parent can do is bring stuff up that a children, a child did in the past into the present. You know what you're doing? You're betraying their trust. You're going you're gonna to affect their trust. If you did not heal from what they did, you need to pull them to the side another time and say, hey, remember what you did last week? Let's talk about that. You don't talk about it in, in the discussion that is happening at that particular moment. Because you're gonna feel they're gonna feel betrayed. This is what people do though. They do this all the time and they wanna know why you got broken relationships. They wanna know why relationships are falling apart. It is because of how you are speaking your words, your actions and your behaviors. Right? If you don't want it, don't give it. If you don't wanna deal with it, okay. You gotta ask yourself. It's just going to linger on if you don't deal with it. So at some point, you have to digress, which is put yourself in a position and feel humble. Okay, let me let me get up to a humble moment. Let me get to a humble moment right now, and so I can discuss this with this person because I don't I don't want to be fighting and going back and forth and walking by somebody like I'm a shadow, like I'm invisible in my own home. Don't you know people do this? They live this way. They live this way, and it causes major, major, major problems. Red flags. Red flags. I got a comment from one of our Facebook watchers. Minister Carolyn Heron said, I've learned once. I've discussed the issue. I'm done with it. Forgive for real. Beautiful. Beautiful. That is awesome. Yes. 
That is how we can heal. We cannot heal if we're constantly holding on to bitterness when it comes to a relationship. You know, some people, rather than repair, they want to keep things going on and on and on. If you are in a relationship like that, when you want to repair something and want to heal from it, and this person is constantly going on and on, you need to have an open forum discussion with that person. Seriously. And let them know, this discussion, this this conversation I'm having with you is so we can heal. We, we can heal because this can't keep going on. And if you're holding grudge, any kind of grudge or anything in your heart against me, I need to know about it. I need to know about it. And the reason why I need to know is because I don't want to keep going. I don't want this to keep going on. Do you know how hard it is to live with someone and they're holding a grudge against you? That's difficult, and it's miserable. It's miserable to do so because you're not happy. It's going to affect you in some kind of way. Okay, number four is plan for the future. Plan for the future. After you ponder the good times, after you stay and have a reality check, you know, you need to ask them, okay, what do we do now? Okay, are you lacking in attention? Do you think I need to change? Uh, we need to change to to be more compatible to each other? Maybe we need to change our habits, how we're responding to each other, just so that we can both feel loved. It's not what I need to change for you. No, what we need to change for us. Please use those love language, what we need to change for us. That's what's important. Because if I'm just changing for you and you're not changing for me, okay, well, we right back to where we began. Because it will happen. Let's get to the root of the issue and seek out ways to overcome it, you know, um, and be able to, to seek a thing out. How do we do that? Communication. I must be able to communicate effectively because I got to rebuild trust. I got to find a better way, not just to make you happy, but to keep keep us happy, us. I have to be happy in the relationship as well as you're happy in the relationship. I don't want it to be lopsided. No, and you should and you should go to that person and let them know I am concerned about your happiness. I know we've been arguing back and forth for years, but today it's not you and it's not just me, it's us. That will change everything in that person's life. I'm I'm telling you. It will catch them off guard because especially if you've been used to going back and forth at each other all the time. Now, that person's going to say, wow, this person really cares about me. Yeah, you always cared. This did not always show that you cared because, again, some people feel like they're walking on eggshells, right? 
when you got to walk on eggshells and somebody's angry, the only way to soften the blow is love. And when you have given out of love, and if that person is still bitter with you, then that ain't none of your business. It's no longer your fault. Because you can clearly tell them, hey, I came to you out of love. Why do you want to love me now? You didn't love me before. Okay, now you're back in the past. You're still hurting from the past issue. I told you which one of these you want to deal with today. We can heal right now, or you can stay miserable. Which one do you want to do? Which, which, which road do you want to take? Because I'm not going backwards. I'm going forward. That's where I'm going. Now, you can go with me. Or I can go alone. And those, those, and you say, wow, that's kind of upfront. Yes. You know what it's called? Being assertively humble. Because you ain't screaming it, you're talking to them. But you also let them know what you're not going to do and what you are going to do. I have another comment from Carolyn. She says, I was married to someone who thought this type of behavior was normal, walking around the house for months as if I was invisible. I would try over and over to talk and show affection for what that person was in that space. It was just per rejection towards me. Well, Carolyn, I'm going to let you know, we can't make everyone happy. Some people are bitter within themselves. And when that relationship gets to that point, it's over. When you want to, you know, show love or give love to a person and all they do is just reject, divide, separate. That's all you get with words and actions and gestures. You leave me no other choice but to leave you alone. Literally, leave you alone. <laughs> and and I know it's not an easy thing because, you know, people are loved to the end. They're loved to the end and back. But if we're repairing and we are healing together, one of those things you definitely want to do is get some counsel. Uh, you know, it will be good to get some professional counseling if you can and find out, you know, how you can better help yourself heal from it as well as the other person. You can do some, you know, counseling, couples counseling, or family counseling, whatever, you know, comes, whatever you need, but you want to do, you know, start off fresh, get a fresh start. And all of us to get a fresh start, we, again, have to have a healing point, and a discussion has to be made. Number six, which is a very important one, and I said this earlier, practice active listening. And you say, well, Dr. Green, what exactly is active listening? It's when you talk so much, you don't listen and don't observe. Active listening is when you observe the actions of another individual as well as observe their words. Observe. I didn't say participate. I said observe. That means I'm going to sit back and just watch. I'm going to watch you. I'm not, I'm not watching you because I am paranoid by you. 
I'm watching you is because I want to be able to understand who you are. Most relationships that start off, people really don't know the person until years, until years after it's over. After, like, you can say, you can look back on, like, you know, first five years of a relationship. It's when you're just getting used to each other. So when they say you make it past the first year, there's a good chance you're going to make it past the fifth year. If you make if you make it past the fifth year, there's a good chance you're going to make it to ten. You know, this is real. Because if you can't make it past the first year and you're not going to make it, there's no way. There's no way. So that's just not going to happen. But if you practice active listening, now this may be something that may really help you. Your listening skills is very important. Observe nonverbal cues and look at the full picture. Look at the, the bigger picture of things. Don't just assume, oh, I know you were doing this, but you have no evidence. Don't just assume. Stick to facts only. And don't allow yourself to go outside your relationship to hear what someone else has to say about your, the person that you are involved in whether it's your partner, your mother, sister, brother, don't make If someone can, but what they say this, no. They did this, no. Don't come to them, I heard you did so and so and so. That's the worst thing you can do. You wasn't even there. Now, the thing about this is if you think that they are doing something, you need to ask them, can we just be truthful today? Just open your mouth and just say, can we just be truthful today? Whatever, whatever is said in this conversation is going to stay right here. And whatever is said, I'm not going to take you personally. I'm not going to take you personally. I'm not going to let it bother me to the point where I start, you know, getting angry. I'm going to say what's on my heart, and I hope you can too. Because I want you to actively listen to me. And ask for clarification. If you're not clear about something, and you don't judge it, don't just assume, ask, excuse me, can you explain that a little more? I'm not sure about that. What did you mean? What did you mean? I didn't get that. Always ask for clarification in relationships. Never just assume that you know, because a lot of times your assumptions are wrong. So after we do that, you know, after we get to a point where we are, you know, actively listening, we take responsibility, we're remembering the good times, we're focused on the present, you know, we're getting some counsel. Okay, now it's time to work. Oh, wait a minute. You say, well, I thought everything was over, Dr. Green. No, it's time to work for the relationship because, remember, you are healing, both of you. Reconcile. Look at that. Reconcile. Be easy, right? But we're going to work at it. And you know, a lot of times we get all caught up when sometimes when people get angry. Don't you know anger does not mean that you don't always dislike a person? It just means that you like them, but you're frustrated, that you still love them, but you don't know how to get to them, you know? It's not it's not always what you think it is. People get frustrated when they don't know what to do. Just like you. 
you get frustrated if you if you lose control of a situation. You may feel, you know, agitated, irritated. Okay, that doesn't mean that you don't want it. It's just that you don't know how to get it. Okay. So the thing about this is the open discussions is really going to help you, especially with therapy. If you choose not to get therapy, then that means you have to do the hard work yourself and not have a medium point, which is a a person that is going to share each person with each person so they can have a a fluid conversation. So if you go to, you know, we call it go to Jesus table talk conversation, okay, which means I will come in all truth and all spirit. (laughs) No, I ain't going to let the fleshly part of my mind overtake me. You know, when I say flesh apart, I mean I'm not going to let my emotions overtake me talking to you. No, I'm going to actively listen to you. I'm only coming with the truth that I have, that I know. I'm not going to come with no prejudgments, nothing of that nature. I'm not going to assume anything. So we got to go through a, a quick break, and when I come back, I'll finish the rest of my healing tips for you. Okay? We'll be right back. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. 
HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Welcome back to Sofa Solutions. My name is Dr. Debbie Green. It's wonderful having you with me today. And if you're just joining us at the top of the hour, our topic today is Blinded by Love, Compromised Relationships. So before I went to break, I was talking about how we can build a relationship and things to be aware of to improve them. Um, and one of those things that most people don't always want to do is call hard work. You know, we want the relationship. We want we want the love, we want the compatibility, but then we don't want to work hard for it. And you have to have two. You have to have two to tangle, but two to work hard for it. Because a relationship is not a relationship if there's if there's another if there's not another party. There has to be another party, another person involved. So hard work is one of those things. And it doesn't have to uh, be difficult. Again, open communication, loyalty, as I said before, uh, building trust. You know, um, if the trust has been broken, then that means that person has to actually come to the table, both of you, and, dis- and discuss whether you're going to keep this relationship. Because one thing about infidelity, it really tears down a relationship. Betrayal tears down a relationship. Rejection constantly tears down a relationship. You know, say all of those things, especially those those things, even guilt. Guilt can tear down a relationship as well as grief. Like, you know, a lot of times when a person loses a, a child, you know, in a relationship as well, um, if there's someone that lost, lost a child, um, if they're married, then sometimes that marriage does crumble and fail. So they're supposed to hold on to each other, but sometimes they drift apart. So these are just kind of, uh, you know, different uh, factors that will lead to broken relationships. So, again, uh, we are talking about, you know, building that relationship and repairing and uh, being able to notice the patterns that are that are happening so that we can keep a good flow of relationships. So number eight, because we stopped at number seven, which was work hard, number eight is called build new patterns. What does that mean? The best way to get rid of the old patterns is to build new ones. So you have to look at the habits that you have when it comes to how you're responding to that person. You're not going to respond to them like you did before. Remember, you're healing. You're healing, right? So even if you're upset about something, take the time. Be humble and, you know, discuss with them. Say, you know, let them know, you know, I, I don't think this will be the best thing for us to do right now. Instead of saying, I'm not doing that, you're wrong. Don't come off with your words. Just say, and, you know, try to use us and we. And, you know, if you use us and we, what happens is you're not pointing fingers. You eliminate that, that separateness 
you know, say, or that divided mindset. Uh, because, again, if you're in a relationship, especially heterosexual, and you're building a relationship like a new um, a relationship when it comes to, you know, family, uh, you know, husband and wife, if you still, you know, you know, that five years, you still got that five years going on or that new year, that first year, okay, remember the words us and we. Us and we is assertive communication, but it also stops people from feeling that you are pointing fingers at them. But remember, don't do anything to someone that you don't want done to you. Do it to others as you wish to be done. That's what the good book says, right? It's the same thing. It's the same thing in relationships. So as we are doing as we are doing that, we want to uh, find different ways, okay, to enjoy ourselves. So maybe we didn't have the best relationship before, but now we're going to look at areas of where we'll be able to say, hey, let's have date night. Mm-hmm. You know, date night could be right there in the house. You know, let's sit down in pajamas and eat popcorn and watch Netflix. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Things like that. Or you can go ahead and do a candlelight dinner, you know, and act like, you, let's act like this is our first time. Be creative. You know, marriage, relationships, especially heterosexual relationships are very good when it comes to open uh, ideas and to keep things going, you know. Don't get so stogie, you know. You know, do, do speak to them out of love, you know. Speak to them out of um, areas like, you know, uh, being able to like, oh, let's better this relationship. Let's like this, make it exciting, especially if it starts to get boring, you know. And remember, you have boundaries. I think uh, uh, Carolyn said that as well. Um, just going to share that with you. I say, honey, can we talk about this another time? That works for us. We respect one another's boundaries. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't just put your partner off and don't go back to it. No, if you say talk to another time, okay, that's what we're going to do. You say, what's a good time to talk? Let's do it tonight before we go to bed, if that works for you. Number nine is honesty, honesty, honesty. You can never have enough honesty. You can never have enough honesty. Um, One should really say what's on your mind in a nice, humble way. You have to scream and yell your, you know, your thoughts or your opinions. Just just allow yourself to be present in the moment and say, hey, you know, I didn't like what you did last week, right? Can we just talk about that and heal from that? I don't want that to happen again. And if you did that, tell me why you did it. You know, what made, you know, what was you thinking? That way I I will know. I can get a good understanding. You know, that's what I want. I want a good understanding. So as we go through that, honesty is one of those, it's like, a, you know, it's, it's a bomb. It's like a bomb to a cut, you know, and it's just, it just helps. It just soothes. Put everything out in the open. That's what you need to do. And be extremely honest, and uh, you will see a big, big difference. And you would hopefully, hopefully they will also do the same. Number 10 is give it time. Some things we want to happen right then and there. Okay. The relationship didn't start right then and there. 
did it. You have to give it time to heal. Depending on the reasons of the breakup, you know, or the dis- disagreement, you you know, you gotta you gotta give it time. You want to acknowledge it. Uh, you know, you want to know uh, to develop the new habits and routines. You know, because they just don't happen overnight. They have to happen in, in within your mind and also within the other person's mind. So definitely give it time. And um, if you feel again that it's not something like happening within some weeks, and you're like, okay, let's go back to the drawing board. Let's have that discussion again. You know, I know we've been through, and you you come to them just like this. I know we've been through uh, quite a deal. A lot a lot of things has happened. You know. A lot of things has happened, but I just want to let you know I'm real concerned about us, and I want us to heal. And I see this; it's been a while, you know, since we talked. It's been a while since things has happened. It doesn't seem like things are going in the direction I wanted to go or we think it should go. What do you think we need to do? You know, put it out there like that, you know. What do you think we need to do? You know, I think I think it's real important that we have that mutual understanding. You know, again, most relationships start failing because nobody's communicating. Remember, you walk around each other just like you're invisible, like you're part of furniture. The only part, the only person you're talking to might be the dog or the cat. You know, and your children, they feel in some kind of way too. They're trying to figure out. You know, why are they talking to each other? They don't feel, Do you know children can feel when you don't love each other? Hmm? They're not going to say anything to you unless they're real young and inquisitive. Inquisitive children, they will. Mommy, why you and daddy don't hug no more? You know, little children do that. Now, children over the age of 10, they don't say nothing. You may see some of them changing their moods. They may get angry for no reason because they're frustrated because they're holding stuff inside and not telling you about it. And and they are afraid. They are afraid that, you know, you guys are going to leave each other, you know. And most parents do not discuss their stuff with their children. I don't understand why. And you say, well, that's grown-up business. Well, grown-up business affects children, does it not? Grown-up stuff, yeah, they affect children. So when when there's no open communicator in the house, that means your children just got to assume what's going on. And you want to know why they get so irritated, agitated, or they start acting out of school because they're bringing this stuff to school, yeah, they're bringing their emotions to school. They can't bring them to you, so bring them to school. So I have my guest in the back, the executive director of the Female Solutions. She's just going to join us. There you go. Hello. Hello, good morning. Grand Rising. Grand Rising. Yes, yes. Um, again, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, yes. 
No, I haven't got that yet. That that was on number ten, which is give it time. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, number eleven is love yourself first, which is that's a, and love yourself first in the relationship because if you don't love you, how can you love someone else? You know, you, you, you have to develop your relationship with yourself first in order for you to heal, you know, through it all. And you say, well, I wonder why that wasn't number one, because most people don't usually do that. So we say the last for best, right? And what does that mean? How do we repair ourselves in a relationship and love ourselves? Well, the thing about this is simply one, to be emotionally available for you, what you're feeling when it comes to this relationship, you know, and, and honoring your own feelings, honoring them, not just say, oh, I feel this about you, but I'm more concerned about you. You hear a lot of people say that, you know. No, we need to be concerned about each other. There should be a balance there. There should not be all of you and none of me or vice versa. It should be mutual ground. And I think mutual grounds are the ones that will keep a relationship going versus one that will destroy it that's not mutual. If it's, if it's not mutual ground, eventually think about it. If something is not even, eventually it's going to start toppling, you know. And, and when it topples, when things are not evenly placed, then there will be some neglect in that relationship. And that's when... Whoever feels neglection, and usually is one or the other or both, you know, sometimes it can be both people. Now I can't talk to you anymore. Now I'm going to compromise. That's when we go to that compromise misery. Oh, I'm just in it for the children. Oh, I'm just in it because I don't want to sell all the houses and the cars. Oh, I'm just in it. You know, oh, you're going to, you know, you're going to keep telling yourself that. You know, oh, maybe it'll get better. That's why I'll compromise with it. Maybe it'll get better. And years and years and years go on and it never gets better. Mm. Because it never healed. It never healed. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Yes. Right. And again, you know, you can't hide it from children anyway. I think um, whatever the compromise is for, it's, it's something that you did. You compromised. Uh, and I, I totally agree. God does not want us or desire us to be in any type of misery. Um, uh, so wherever that relationship, if it's not workable, if it's not healthy, if it, you know, it, it needs to be, it needs to be changed. And, you know, if you, you step out of it, you know, you, you have to get to a point where you are willing to let go. And as I was talking about earlier, a lot of times we get addicted. We get addicted to people. We get, we get addicted to dysfunction. We get addicted to emotions concerning them. And and before we realize it, time and years has passed by and long, long time ago, you should have already left the relationship, but you chose to stay in. And, and that's a choice. God doesn't make choices for us. We make choices for ourselves. So it's a choice to stay in a relationship. And you know that if that relationship is not working and it's not healthy and it becomes volatile, if you notice something, if he, if, if, if the almighty God gave you the understanding to make a choice and then and you choose to stay in dysfunction and you know it's dysfunctional, it's just going to get worse. That's all it's going to do. It's not going to get, you know, a lot of times we even pray against that, Lord, change this person. Change. No, they got to change themselves. God doesn't change people. People change themselves. You know, he didn't, he didn't create robots. We we pray, we pray for a peace, and that's what it is. You pray for the will, the will of God, which is the peace of God, to come in and have peace on both sides of of the issue. But you know, again, you gotta love yourself. You have to be aware of what you're doing. Uh, you know, what why are you why the big W H why why are you in the relationship in the first place? When you know it's not healthy, it's not. You don't have to point the finger at somebody else. Oh, they did this to me, and they're doing this to me. And you, you constantly hear people. I've heard a person complain about a relationship over and over and over again, but you never leave them. I don't understand. I don't get it. What's the purpose behind that? It's addiction. Mm-hmm. Right, because they, they, they become emotionally aware. That's that's the only way you're gonna do it. You gotta be emotionally aware. Otherwise, if you have no awareness, you're just gonna keep the patterns going and you're gonna transfer those patterns into your children. And their children, it, until again, someone the light's going to come on, right? So, so let's let's talk about that for you know for a minute. You know, being emotionally aware of this dysfunction, and and you know what blocks that? What what is it that uh, blocks that 
that your mind or someone's mind from not seeing the whole truth, you know? And, and you know, it's almost like you, you're in a facade. You're living, you're living a facade. And I'm going to tell you what it is. It's called fear. See, you have fear. Fear is false evidence appearing real, right? So which means that this person is living in fear. Especially, I'm talking to those who are in a dysfunctional relationship when you know you're being verbally abused, when you know you're being emotionally abused or physically abused, you know what I'm saying, or even financially abused. Some people are abusing people in their finances. They, they are taking advantage of them, you know, uh, you know, making them spend their money, you know, taking their check. I, I, I'm so serious. He's like, well, how can a person do that to another person? Oh, it is being done. Yes, it is environmentally being abused, socially being abused. Oh, you can't hang out with nobody. You can't go to your, your mother's house. You can't go nowhere. You got to come home from work. You go to work and you come home. So now you're being controlled by a narcissist. Huh? You see how this thing can really just take a whole nother turn? You know, so fear then keeps you trapped. It keeps you trapped in a relationship. And you were saying something earlier. You're like, why do people complain and still stay in there? It's because of fear. It's the fear of the unknown. What's going to happen if I leave? What's, yeah, what's going to happen if I leave? What's going to happen if, you know, what, you know, am I going to get another mate? I'm fearing of being alone. I don't want to be alone, so I might as well stay with this dysfunctional, broken person that's treating me any kind of way. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Do you or your organization need space for an event? Call the Quarry Event Center at 2423 East 75th Street in Chicago for your parties, banquets, award ceremonies, repasses, concerts, and business seminars, available seven days a week, now under new management. Call us at the quarry at 773-663-2557. That's 773-663-2557. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony 
and the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Welcome back to Social Solutions. My name is Dr. Debbie Green on Social Solutions with my wonderful co-host, Naima Latifah, our executive producer of The Female Solution. And I want to uh, read a comment from uh, one of our Facebook viewers. Carolyn Heron wrote, once the light bulb came on for me, in my past broken marriage, I began to take inventory of everything. And... I make it a discussion uh, to leave no matter, I think, yeah, to leave no matter what anyone else said or what they felt was the right thing to do. I was the one in the marriage for years of misery. I refused to continue to pretend everything was okay. Thank you for sharing that with me uh, because there's a lot of people that actually are still pretending. They're still pretending that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Wow, really? Oh. Yeah, that that's that's a sabotage of a relationship when you do that. Uh and and you when you bring the past things back into the present moment, again, uh you you find it hard to regain the trust of that human being because they always gonna think that you you don't trust them and you're constantly holding things against them. And so they can't heal either. So you're preventing healing from two ends, not just in yourself, but you're preventing it from the other person as well. Um, Again, I think a person should always stay in the present moment. And if, again, if you haven't healed from it, then you need to discuss it another time, not at the time that you have a present thing going on. You discuss it at another time. And, once you do that, you allow yourself to, again, to become uh, the controller of self. The controller of self simply says, I love myself enough to love you. I love myself enough to love you. You know, I don't love you enough to love me. No, it's, that's, that's the, the incorrect place. You come from a place of love. You're not reaching out for love to bring to you. You you come from the place of love because love is inside of us. It's there waiting to be used so that it will do its greatest work in your life. And if you're still, again, not healing from your experience in this relationship, our relationships in the past, then it's not, it's not going to be easy for you to continue moving forward, especially when you're trying to repeat. You, you have some people... They, they don't understand share, what do you call it, healing and repair. It's not the same thing. you got to first repair. You have to first repair. Then you have to heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think it needs to be open negotiation because uh, conflict resolution is something that I actually teach on um, how to effectively uh, resolve conflict. Uh, communication and being open and honest 
um, and also negotiating. You know, negotiating is if you have an open mind to negotiate, in which is a flexible mind and not a closed mind, that you will then be able to then formulate a resolve. You can't formulate a resolve if you don't have an open communication because there's, there's no way you will be able to, again, solve any conflict if you are not, uh, you know, willing. You have to be willing to do that, and some people are not always willing. They want, they want it their way, and that's it, and that's all it is. And if, it's, if that's what they want, then you give them. Okay, you can have your way. I just won't be a part of it, but you can have it your way. I have no, I have, I respect you. I respect you for doing our, you know, whatever you want to do, but I cannot, I cannot comply with you when you give me nothing to work with, you know, and, and complying, oh, absolutely. Complying is nothing, it's not the same as compromise. That's a big difference. Go ahead. You can take that on call. We're on your shalom. Can you hear me, uh, Dr. Debbie Green? Can you hear me? Uh, that's Dr. Clump. I, I mean, this, is this is this Minister Clump? Minister Clump, Robert Floyd Clump. Thank you for asking. I just want okay. to say uh, thank you for all that you do. And, and and especially uh you know in conflict of interest in a relationship uh between even men, women and children. You know, back in the day they used to have the music and the music said brothers and you're gonna work it out. But see now brothers and sisters, men, women and children and family have to work everything out with the help of the Lord. God is good. And we got the Million Man March coming up this coming Monday, October the 16th in Chicago, the Harold Washington Foundation and the People's March. Thank you. Let us know. Okay. (laughs) Yes, yes. Thank you, sir, for uh, commenting as well. Yes, we have to educate. We have to educate uh, the families uh, because there's too much. There's too much domestic violence out here today, and all of this came from just a meet and greet. It all started with a meet and greet. Somebody met someone, and then it turned into other things, and that's when things started to get totally out of control, where we found ourselves you know, babbling each other like we're strangers. You know, but we at first we first knew each other, we first loved each other, but then we we went from that to no love at all. Uh and I mean, you know, some some people and like I said, it is some people just don't want to be loved. They start off that way and they send they send us the red flags. They send us the red flags, but Again, we don't always respond to those red flags until things start to get totally out of hand. And then that's when we're like, oh, you're doing this to me. You're doing that to me. Well, yeah, I've been doing that to you for a long time. It just hasn't been to this severity. But it starts in actions. It starts in words. It starts in gestures with disrespect. 
Somebody can disrespect you by sitting to the kitchen table and just ignoring you while you're talking to them. And, you know, I mean, they think that's normal to you. And you're like, oh, it's, oh they just, they're just in the mood. I'm not going to bother them. And they do this every time, and you say it every time. They did, And then the thing about this is if you got family over, oh, they don't do it then. They talk to you when family's over because they don't want family to know. They don't want family to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And I, again, it was just important to know how to respond, uh, even when you're in conflict. I want to just, before we finish up for this morning, uh, please understand the power of the three P's. P's. Power of pause. Power of patience. Power of prayer. Power of pause. Power of patience and power of prayer. Live by the three Ps and you won't go wrong. Because pause me, let me give myself a moment. You can take that moment at any time. That moment can last from five to ten minutes. It does not matter. It does not matter. You take your moment as long as you need to take it. You take it for yourself. And patience. you got to be patient with you first. Let me be patient with me because I know me, right? Before you can be patient with anyone else, you got to be patient with you. Don't so much tolerate other people and don't tolerate yourself, okay? Keep it balanced. Power of prayer is just what it is. That's a petition to heaven. That's a petition to God. And let him, let him, let him come in that relationship and soothe and repair. Because a lot of times what happens is if we're not doing that, we're not soothing and we're not repairing. We're not soothing and we're not repairing. Remember what I said. Repairing is one thing. Healing is another. You repair by doing and changing habits. Doing and changing habits within yourself first before trying to do it in anyone else. And I think then you allow time to heal. Allow God to heal those areas in your life because we all got residue, okay? That's just what it is. This is throwing in the flesh. Right? Residue for wherever, whenever, however. But know this. All will be well. All will be well. And all will, and everything will work out the way it needs to. Okay? So thank you so much, Facebook, for being with me. YouTube, please subscribe to the channel uh, so that we can get more viewership. And let me know if anything that, you know, you want us to talk about. Let me know. Let me know if there's any topic in life, because I guess what? I got an MP3 when it comes to life. Anything you may be dealing with, I definitely do. Thank you, Carolyn, for being on. Thank you, Vietta. 
uh, for actually being on as well, as well as uh, my wonderful uh, sister Zelda. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And you know, it, it is it is real. We we need to support each other. We need to support each other. We need to support each other. All right. Okay. Well, all is well. Thank you so much again. We will see you really soon next Thursday. Uh, Friday, and, of course, our Friday's uh, host, Ms. Yada Robinson, join uh, Health and Wellbeing with Yada tomorrow. There she is. Let me go ahead and flash that up for you. All right, for resolving conflict in the body. All right, we need that. That's on the female solution. All right. Okay, well, thank you, and you guys have a wonderful day. We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book, the female solution on behalf of our team of radio hosts i'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion and to our global family listening from all around the world we say thank you to our family in china sheshe india zanyaba japan arigato korea kamsanida Russia, Spasiba. Germany, Danke. Poland, John Cunyon. France, Merci. Spain, Gracias. Italy, Grazie. Egypt, Shukran. Ghana, Medasi. Nigeria, Eshe. South Africa, Ngiabonga. Senegal, Jared. Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.